Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. him everything he knows welcome back to the medigame podcast this is episode three i am andrew Messia from the medigame buzz and red door studio we're in the studio today with one of our good friends here to my left introduce yourself hi i'm richard i'm from glasgow in scotland thanks for having me you're welcome and we got no i mean they speak all weird and stuff and excuse us for 40 minutes with him if, if, if you guys request subtitles, uh, Felipe will put those in at the bottom. Oh my God. I'm Joel, Joel Duncan. I'm from uh, Red Door Studios, also here in Medellin. I'm an eight-year veteran uh, in the fight, in the struggle. And next to me, we have Jason Agudelo from Medellin. That's it? That's your intro? That's him. That's yeah, I, I work here with the guys. Yeah, you sound, you sound excited about, that. Sound excited about yeah. that. He's actually a very talented graphic artist and musician. He's just, yeah. I'm not a musician, but he's I'm just kind of shy. Just yeah. kind of shy, yeah. Just but, but, shy. but he's got curls, girls. Curls yeah. get the girls. Curls get the girls. All right, let's get straight into this. So, yeah, today today. we invited Richard over because we have a topic that we wanted to discuss. It's kind of kind of a, a light topic, but it could get kind of heavy as, as we drink. Oh, and by the way, what are we drinking today, guys? Ooh. As you all know, every we have episode, a special shout to our sponsor. Our sponsor. In today's International Rum Day. I'm oh, Felipe, by the way. Rum yeah, that's Felipe, the sound engineer. And so, yeah, we can't International Rum Maybe Day. Maybe run, run that over to the, to the camera, let them see a little closer, because the last the time we did The 16th of we August, International we're, Rum Day. We're almost finished the bottle, and we haven't even started Oh, yeah, the we got another one, though. I got... get a little messed up. So, anyway, where's that rum from? Demolishing it. Is that uh, it's called Botrin? Yeah, it's not from here. This is rum from Guatemala. It's Guatemalan. And then I also bought a bottle of Roncaldas, which is 15 years, and it's on discount right now. Everything's on uh, discount yeah, today. Yeah, everything's on, on discount. All the rums are on discount today. Today's August 16th. So, so by the time you read this or, yeah. or listen to this. If only this was live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys can go back <laughs> in time you and buy a bottle. You could be running to the shops right now. All right, so the, the topic today is our, our weekend. What's a typical weekend? I know a lot of people come out here and they come out to, uh, to vacation. Some people are, are looking to live here for a long time. Um, but many people are curious as to what's the weekend like? What's the nightlife maybe on a weekend in Medellin? So I'll start with Richard since you're our guest. Awesome. What's your typical weekend? Okay, I know that your, your weekend right now is probably a lot different than it was when you first got here. So how long ago did you get here? So I first arrived two years ago. I was kind of being, I would say I was kind of a backpacker. Maybe a typical story that other people had, you know, started in the hostel and eventually kind of met people that were actually living here. And I was like, wow, I'd never 
where he thought about living in Medellin and you saw like the other side, people where there were nomads, people had businesses. So yeah, I've kind of gone right through the motions right from the start where maybe a typical weekend was going to get, you know, crazy wasted on Kaji DS and going to a couple of nightclubs to people that showed me things like the thinkers we went to or oh, wait, hold on, hold on, just hold on, other sides of the city. You say about weekend. When when did your weekend when you first got here you were at a hostel? Uh-huh. You're saying a weekend. What day did your weekend start? Like, and I know, weekend. and I know, you don't do shit for work. Yeah. Like, By what, the way, he's he's. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to put him on blast or like promote him in any way, um, because he's taken. He's got a girl right now, <laughs> at least on episode three. Um, but he's like semi-retired. He's a semi-retired young man. He's got an older-looking style, but he's young. Um, and we just, uh, we just, uh, you've got that Donald Trump haircut. Donald, 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 we were talking about that today. The comb over. Yeah, I mean, anyways, so, 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 so the thing is, he's like semi-retired, so his days are, are quite free right now, and they were probably a little more free back then. So what, what, when you say the weekend, what do you mean by the weekend for you? Mm, the, the, when I first arrived? Yeah, yeah. When I first arrived. The weekend for me was just basically, you know, Jairs, to be honest. And it really started on a Wednesday with the night, the pub crawl that the, the uh, Happy Buddha used to do. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever go on that? No, I never did. My brother did, though. He said it was pretty good. Quite a few people got pregnant on that. <laughs> well, yeah. all right. Did, did you get pregnant? Get pregnant. I try not to get pregnant, personally. Yeah. And two of our close friends, Sam and Kyle, were like regulars on that. Yeah. That's kind of maybe initially how I knew Sam and Kyle. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Shout out to Kyle. He's having a baby. <laughs> from the pub crawl? No. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> not from the pub crawl. <laughs> yeah. So I guess when I first got here, the weekends kind of never ended, but it definitely all started on a Wednesday. That was like the first night you went out and, you know, you get dragged around these, these pub crawls, various places around Jerez, and then. Uh, Maybe you go hit a nightclub after that. Wait, so uh, there's the uh, Happy Buddha pub crawl, but I, I think Tiger Paw also does a, a pub crawl, right? And Los Patios. I think all on Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know if they Wednesday all... They should just well. all join forces and make a giant pub crawl. Yeah. Oh, Tiger Paw is on Thursdays. Yeah. All right. And we, Jason has a history with Tiger Paw. Shiv, if you're watching this right now, don't... Don't hate on it. Uh, something to do with a little tiger drawing. It's just business. But um, just business, <laughs> not pleasure. So so okay. So so hold on. So so let's 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 take a step back because we're gonna have that little structure for you guys on this. So we're talking about weekends. We're talking about what all of our weekends look like. Andrew mentioned earlier that uh, we've all been through the cycle of what a weekend um, is here. And for most people who come here, a weekend is seven days. I would think more. Yeah, if you're on vacation, I think that, yeah, if you're on vacation, you're going to look to do something on Monday night. And that's something that I've never actually done, even when I got here, because I was kind of a digital nomad when I first got here eight years ago, almost nine years ago. And so Monday was kind of like, okay, I'm going to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then my weekend started on Thursday. And that was the best. And actually, and and if, if I were new here today, I would do what I used to do more than five years ago which is Thursday night would start at a language exchange somewhere early, maybe eight o'clock, start with some drinks, yeah. recruit some girls or I guys, used to run it doesn't a matter. Used yeah, I used to run the, the language exchanges and stuff and, and, and I'd, I'd go to the Wandering Paisa language exchange because that one was like my favorite one and I was living near there. And, um, and I'd have a few drinks, recruit some friends, make some friends because I was new. So I'd, I'd make friends with people there, whether it was guys or girls, I didn't care. Um, but then it was like, okay, 10 o'clock, we go to one of the all-you-can-drink girls' night out yep. uh, bars, which was, at the time, which was Babylon, which still exists, and it's still yeah, pretty good, right. right? You've been to that? 
Uh, no, but after we, we were together last night and my girlfriend's friend actually went there last night for us. They still do it on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. You pay, think you pay an entry if you're a guy. It might be, be, even be free for girls. I don't know. It no. is free for the first yeah. like 200 first girls or something yeah, like that. They, they flood the club with girls. So there's two places now, which are the, the most popular places. There's more than two places, but like uh, there's Babylon and Benito Seas. Yeah, and well, I personally night spots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, back in the day, it was you know Babylon, and then uh, TripAdvisor or not TripAdvisor was it Lonely Planet wrote about it, and then it just got saturated with <laughs> with gringos in there. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so then moved on to Bendito Seas, and then Friday night, Saturday night was regular club nights and and going out and hanging out. You know, Parqueiras used to be a great place to hang out with we with people. We'd meet up at the statues. Remember that? Yep, yeah. Uh, have a few drinks there from the, from the. Uh, we'd order from the liquor store, mm. have a few drinks, hang out, and sometimes we wouldn't make it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, by uh, the way, we're still talking about Thursday. I know we're getting to the weekend, but I mean, your weekend, your definition of a weekend might be, you know, you might be here for just five days. You might be here for a few months. There's different people who who might be listening to this, but but yeah, we're we're still on. On, on Thursday night, I think I just want to flip it for a second because our we're a little more hardcore. We're I'd say we're 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 the the party crowd, or at least we we yeah, were we, we, are, were, we were, were we still are to a certain extent. To a certain extent. But, but Jason, you know, uh, Louis Louis was lately recently changed his name to Felipe. Uh, the artist Flipper? formerly formerly known as Luis, aka Felipe, mm-hmm. said that he and Jason have um, very uh, boring weekends. I, I don't know. Some of you might be be boring or at least fit into their category. I don't know if you consider your weekends boring or what. What? When does your weekend? I mean, your weekend starts. I don't know why Felipe says that I have boring weekends because mm. I don't live with him. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> so what do you do typically? Well, now, first of all, link to the fucking microphone. Yeah. Uh, well, my weekends are for me are fun because I go to restaurants, I go to drink to like I I like heavy metal bars. So I oh okay. I go to heavy metal bars. What, what are your favorite heavy metal bars? Because there's a lot of people out there that think that, you know, Medellin is only salsa, merengue, cumbia, and yeah. reggaeton. But, but like, for example, people like me, I like rock. I like metal. I, for example, in, in Envigado, which is, like, very famous right now for, for foreigners, uh, there is a bar called uh, Barnaby Jones, which is fun. It's good. Uh, there is one by my house. Uh, Valhalla is called. Valhalla. Oh, yeah. Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, that's in, in La right? In La Villa. In La Villa. In La Villa y Aburra, Valhalla. And downtown, I love it because, you know. The, there's like four or five, no? Yeah, there's a lot in downtown. Yeah. Uh, the one I frequently go is this Rock Symphony. Yeah. That it's one like is in a, Las Torres like de Bombona. And it's really good. It's, yeah. It's a really, really, really good place. They play to, Tool. Felipe, to, yeah. when you edit this, by the way, can you. Do those little pop-up things with the names of these of this location. things, so and so so people can yeah, see so that. Yeah, so people can see. You got it. Oh, you know what else? Uh, what else yeah. is a, a good rock bar that I like to go to is um, in, in Poblado. For those that you staying in Poblado, is um, Dali Cafe. It's called yeah. Dali Cafe Bar or something like that. Yeah. They have like live music. You've been there, right? No, I've not been to that one. I don't think. What's the one next to uh, Bolivar? Blue or something. Is oh, that blue. that's blue. Oh, that's blue. Is that any? Oh, it always yeah. looks like a rock disco. Yeah, yeah. It's like a rock disco. They'll have some good songs. It'll be like more like Red Hot Chili Peppers type stuff. It, yeah. it used to be really good. Now, I don't think so. It, it, it's it's transitioned more into like electronica, techno. 
Mm-hmm. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and minimal rock. It used to be a bunch of rock, yeah, some, some electronica, and now it's much more doses of electronic. Right. And the two in Jerez, like if you walk around Jerez, you definitely see like the rock theme. The bars. rock pub, the rock pub, yeah. which I is mean, actually it, like tri, uh, Trilogia in, in Barrio Colombia. Oh, there's a yeah. place called Trilogia where it's a rotating pub rock. It, yeah, it's a, it's a pub uh, rock. What well, the name bar. is pub rock. Yeah, no, in Yera. Yeah, well, there's two. There's one in one in Yeras, which is called Pub Rock, and then one in Barrio Colombia, which is called Trilogia, and they have a rotating um, a rotating stage where they play covers of like '80s, '90s rock. Mm -hmm. Trilogia is actually better. I I prefer Trilogia. That's actually where I met the first girl I dated in this city, by the way. In Trilogia. Yeah, Yeah, and there's other Pub Rock, like a second branch in Laurel in La 33. Oh, really? I haven't been there. It's good. I have to check it out. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna no, go, go down. So so one of one of the things that I think we're talking about the weekend, we're gonna get deeper and deeper into the weekend. But um, I think that when you come here for the first time, there's so much stuff to discover. So you know, for like for example, for Andrew and I, and for these guys who are from here, Richard's probably getting into that phase. Like you start off, most people tend to start off here in the poblado, yeah, um, around here, and then. You want to get a little more adventurous. You want to meet the girls or guys or whatever from different areas. You want to the real Colombian thing. So you go out to Sabaneta. You go to Envigado, like Jason was just talking about. And in my opinion, you end up right back here to Poblado because there's just so much stuff um, going on. The safety is great and and whatever else. But I don't know. I, I, we're 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 going down this route of so some of some people here are club people. Some people here are restaurant people. Some people here are I don't know, just hang out in a park type people. Mm-hmm. So what if we, you know, we take it that way where we're like, okay, so you've got a weekend, your weekend here in, in Medellin. What does each one of you do in terms of nightlife, in terms of food? So let's just say you only have the one weekend. Right. Yeah, don't have a weekend coming back. I, what I do you do? Let's start off with, let's go, let's take it away from the clubs for a second and talk about food. Yeah. For all right. What so, do you do on a weekend? All right. So, well, I'll turn it to, to, to our guest here, Richard. So let's say that you got one of your friends coming over from, from, from Glasgow Yeah. and you're, and they're like, yo, I got like two, two days, you know, or maybe three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What do you recommend I do? Where, where should I eat? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I would take the Malta Cafe Zorba. I mean, I know that's a Cafe big, Zorba. I mean, it's a bit of a cliche thing, I think almost, but everyone seems to go there. But it's probably the restaurant I've spent the most times in, the most nights in, and I just think the atmosphere atmosphere is always great. I hear there's live music there on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. maybe another night. I can't. And remember. what do they have there? What's what's Cafe Zorba? What's special about Cafe Zorba? Well, it's a pizza music? place. It's actually a vegetarian pizza place, so there's no meat. But I always say whenever I go there and eat the food, I never even notice it's vegetarian, just because the taste is so good. It's like it never even hits my mind that I'm not eating meat because yeah. I'm just enjoying have you the had the hummus so there much. oh yeah yeah that, that's another that's thing you really have good. to do if you go there you definitely definitely to get that as an entrada sorry is that as an appetizer I was going to say that's a good sign he's he's yeah, now ready he's trying to search the word in English it escaped me I was like you know but no I just think it's a it's one of these places I just don't seem to get bored of it so I definitely think we'd go to Cafe Zorba. Me, I lived in Lareras for a while in Estadio, so I definitely think if someone's come for a weekend just to show them a different side, I would try to take them out there, maybe early evening, walk between the two parks, and then just fall into one of the restaurants there. Yeah. 
And what's your what's your Laurelis recommendation for a restaurant? Mm-hmm. And by the way, for those of you who are new to this, there's the main areas. Basically, I, th- I would co- consider it four ma- main areas. If you're going to come to Medellin, that you want to Airbnb a search, um, you're going to go Poblado, which is you know call it the Beverly Hills of of of, well, it's of like touristy. touristy. It's touristy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely touristy. And then you you've got Laurelis, which he's talking about Sabaneta and Vigado. I mean, there's Belen, but the real the real heavy hitters are. You know, Envigado, Sabaneta, Morales, and, and, and Poblado. So he, he was saying, back to that, that's a little, you know, educational snippet, but you're you're, you're going to go out in Morales, what restaurant on a weekend? So I kind of like, there's, there's actually about three or four. Just when you walk between the two main parts, you'll see the main Starbucks there. And there's about three and four nice restaurants. And I quite like the Peruvian restaurant, La Cosa. La Cosa. Oh, it's yeah, like, that's a great restaurant. It's a chain, yeah, but La it's Cosa. like... Always good, especially if I'm just bringing friends. It's always like a, you know, you know, you're gonna have some good quality. There's a really there. good gin uh, gin bar, like a gin tonic really? bar, right there. Uh, yeah, called Barbaro. Barbaro. There's one here. Yes. In, uh, there's one yeah, that's opened up. Near yeah, one in uh, in Provenza. I just noticed it's it last a gin night. bar. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good. And there's like a very uh, one of my favorite cafes in in Laureles. It's called Cliche. Oh, Cliche, Cafe Cliche, Cliche, yeah. Is, mm-hmm. It's like a French spot. Yeah. So for oh, those right. People, I used to go there yeah. for lunch. It's Excellent. Good. It's like on the, if you go on like, if you like Google like the best like uh, lunch spots in Medellin, it's in there. Cliche I used to go, yeah, yeah, I used to go there. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. an excellent place to drop into actually. And yeah, you, yeah. I mean, Jason lives, you live in Laurelis or near Laurelis? Near Laurelis. So you, when your weekends, you tend to stay in Laurelis or you come out of Laurelis in terms of, so we're still on oh. the food, the restaurant scene. What do you do? You're in Laurelis, you live there, you've been here, you know, your whole life. So what do you, what do you do food wise? I love Laurelis. Wow. I like, like, Poblado is good. Mm-hmm. It's good. But Poblado is more like a party place. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not well, a party person. No, I'm not. I'm not a party person. I'm more like, I'm more like a cafe kind of person so I go to a cafe I go to a, to a restaurant I like to to walk and Laurelis is a place to walk to go to cafes and to mm. to relax okay. just to chill yeah. and that's what I do all right and where, where, where would you recommend weekend one weekend they've got two places to go because obviously they're gonna go see Watape and other things but they, 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 they gotta go out they got to have a good meal or, or a good or meal probably can be in Romero Okay. Laureles, yeah, that's Romero good. is really that's good. That's right next to the yeah. So yeah. that's like, yeah, that's kind of. Yeah. It's good. Romero is good. Pizza in Romero is really good. Also, Amatza in, in Laureles by yeah. the second park. Um, I really love Amatza pizza. Like like the vegetarian mar- margarita pizza. It's like, wow, my God. I love it. I love it. And yeah. Cliche, Cliche Cafe is good. Is one of the best cafe like is a is a French spot so you can mm-hmm. go get some cl- uh, quiche yeah yeah, quiche. Uh, yeah you can like where else there's good cafes in in, in Laurelis. Yeah, Laurelis. Yeah. yeah places to yeah Laurelis overall is a great place to go see yeah. see I'm the type of person that that I go into Laurelis I pop in and pop out I'm like the opposite of Jason I need like high energy just well, we're talking about food, like all right. But even so, we're talking on a weekend. Yeah, yeah but like if 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 you go in in Laureles or yeah. or Stadio La, Laureles, you can get to this place, which is for me the best place for go dance. 
salsa. That's what we're talking about. Son Havana. Son Havana. Son Havana is great. It's for me the best. Son Havana. You have to answer. Son, how do you spell that? If you like Son, S O M H A A V. Yeah. Son Havana. Havana. H A V A V A N. And the other is here in Poblada, I think, is Cuchitril. Cuchitril is good, yeah. We have to do what we're going to have to do. We're going to do like specific nightlife episodes right. and stuff like that. All right, but, but we're still talking about food. So yeah. Laurelis obviously has a lot of good places yeah. by Parque, El Segundo Parque, Por El Primer Parque, yeah. Por La Setenta. There's many places. Yeah. What about Joel? What's your go-to, let's say, on the weekend? Let's say you got a date. Let's say you got a date with your girl. Um, I don't. I don't date. You know, I, you know, just so, so my girl can not. because you're a hermaphrodite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to, um, so on a weekend, honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very structured in that. I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I repeat the same things over and over again. I mean, I would say, um, like, are we talking about first, like you're here, you met somebody your first weekend here and you're like, you want to go out with them? Yeah. Like I'm thinking like, for example, like. So, so, so like, the, the reason I'm asking is because typically, like, if I'm going to a new lo- location, for example, if I'm going to go visit somewhere, and let's say I'm a single guy, which I am. Um, <laughs> Uncomfortable uh, silence. Uh, uh, <laughs> In case I would probably get on Tinder or, or on some sort of dating service or maybe even Facebook or whatever and try to make a connection and try to make, have a date. So, yeah. so let's say it was the first date. Where would you take a girl out in 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 Medellin? Um, you know, I try to like hide out where no one could really see me. So I try like to get really dark, dark spots. Out of Medellin. No, um, there's like me. I, I personally I don't like necessarily the places that everyone goes to. There's some like mm. really like you know fancy restaurants. I'm not into like uh you know Im- impressing people like the last the girl that. Um, I'm currently dating. Our first date was actually at Zorba because she chose it, and that was her favorite um, restaurant. But um, but I would think like places like Alambique, which I think you went to a few nights ago. Yeah, that's my go-to for sure. Yeah, like really, they have like Colombian fusion food, like typical Colombian dishes spun a different way, and you know it's like sort of like I don't want to call it hipster decor, but it's sort of like you know just a mishmash of stuff going on plus. A lot of greenery and things like that. Um, so on a BK would definitely be like a, 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 a top choice. And then, you know, um, you know, I guess it depends on your financial status and, 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 and how you're feeling yep. on that given yep. day. Because yeah. there's really nice, like, small places like, you know... Uh, for example, like Sushi Gama, I would do. I would go to Sushi Gama, but that not yeah. if, not if I only had a weekend here. Right, right. Or right, I'd so go like to uh, Zorro y la Gitana, which is just yeah, a yeah. pizza oh, place. Yeah. Like Kuan is also really like high end though. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kuan, good. But like for example, when I first got here for the first five years, I didn't have a lot of money. You know, I was I was teaching English. I was working online. I was hustling. So we used to go to KFC. No, well, I, I never vegan. went to I never went to KFC. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I I didn't. I never <laughs> ate there. I remember I'd go with you guys, but I'd never eat there. I'd never. Do not believe a word that Andrew Messi is saying right now. We used to leave clubs and buy popcorn chicken. And but I, I would never you, eat. I would never have that. I'm not. See, I'm not a. Instagram I, I, Live did not exist back in 2011. No, I I like chicken. I used to like yeah. chicken when I was not vegan, but I I 
I'm just not a KFC fan. Uh, uh, but I'm vegan. I like chicken. But I used to like frisbee and cocorico. I used to like that. Okay. Frisbee okay. was great. Frisbee okay. was great. But but uh, to your defense, um, KFC was open the latest to back then. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. Yeah. So we'd go in there all the time. Uh, but anyway, thinking about like where I would go, um, let's say on on a weekend. There are a few restaurants that you should check out if you're here for the first time. All right. Which are like, for example, Colombian restaurants. Like if you want Colombian cuisine and you want like a bandeja paisa, you want a sancocho, you want a asiaco, um, you should definitely go to Hacienda. Hacienda Hacienda's in Manila. There's, there's actually, I think, four spots now. I know that there's one right here in Manila where we're located, but there's also one in, uh, on Milla de Oro, which is the Golden Mile, and then yeah. the original one, which is downtown. Have you been there, Rich? Uh, of course, I've been to one in La Strada, uh, the mm. one in Manila, but the, the Colombian place I liked the most was when it was just off, uh, is it Carrera Trenta, just off La Rares, Donde Diario, have you ever Oh, been Donde there? Diario, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is an incredible place. Donde We're Diario. We're not one that's talked about a lot. We got all, the foreigners Donde here Dario. talking about Donde where Dario. to get. Donde Dario, it's, Dario. I, I don't Dario. have the pronunciation. Dario. Dario. Wait a second, wait a second. We're, we're, we're fucking up the pronunciation and all this yeah. stuff. We got two Colombians sitting right here, <laughs> Colombian folks. We got foreigners coming to Colombia. They got one weekend here and they have, and I know how to speak properly, I just said they got. But they have one weekend here and they have to have some Colombian food. One weekend, where do they go? No, that is a good option. Don where, where? That's an excellent place. I mean, it's the type of place Wait, that can you do this for a second? Can you say the name of the restaurant? Donde Dario. Can you say the name of the restaurant? Donde Dario. Ooh. Ooh. He got that. He got that. He got that. Yeah, where's our, our sound effect? Very good. But it's like, you walk in, it's two floors, and you're just surrounded by families. It seems like everyone's there for a special occasion. Yeah. You're usually the only gringo there. Like, I mean, I'm speaking from my own personal yeah, like yeah. view and I'm just like wow what one incredible find but it was just because I lived about five minutes walk away I walked past it a few times and I just went I need to go in here and Richard but, is yeah. into the yeah. over 60 women so that's a perfect <laughs> place where, where you <laughs> definitely get that um, you know the grandma the gelfs uh, no I gelfs. Gelfs. am I allowed to say gelfs. that that's gelfs, gelfs. gelfs. well actually you dropped that term on the first episode we got a drop I Grady, think we got Grady, Grady, you put the little like light bulb thing? yeah okay yeah. Well, wait wait um Formerly known as Luis Felipe, where, where did, would you go for some really good? Uh, it might sound a, a little bit cliche, and it's kind of become a little of a touristy spot, but I think still Mondongos is a good option. Uh, yeah, I for, agree. It's, I agree. A, it's a safe option. And there are two of them, right? There's, yeah. one there's no, there, uh, yes, there's one in Laureles yeah. uh, uh, in 70th Street, yeah. which we talked in the first episode, yeah. and there's one right here in, in the heart, not in the heart, but right next to Parque Lleras. Yeah. I saw two very interesting ha things happen at both of those. Once I was sitting actually on a date in Laurelis and I saw an accident at the street corner when the bike went flipping and the girl got all bent up. Sorry for you, those of you who are tender about oh, this. And then, uh, and, then, and then the only real, by the way, you won't see like bar fights here in Medellin. If you're accustomed to just entertaining yourselves at the end of a club with people fighting in the streets, it's not something you that see. Was never, uh, but I've, but I've I saw a gang seen fight. Twice. Yeah. And uh, that's the only place well, I saw it. Yeah, we saw it. I yeah, was yeah, there with you. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, there was with you. In front of Mondongos. Yeah. But anyways. It was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Anyway, that's yeah. snippet, snippet. But yeah, hey, if you go, I mean, there's... But that was like eight, like six years ago. Yeah. Almost everywhere you, you're guaranteed for good beans, but I think Mondongos is one place when you can get obviously good Mondongo, which is a traditional dish, good bandeja paisa. Which what is Mondongo? What is your Mondongo, yeah. What is Mondongo? Mondongo is beef gut. Beef gut. So it's like beef tripe. 
Yeah. It's tripe, yeah. yeah. Man, my eyes popped open when you said that. I never heard <laughs> it sound so Z horrible in, in my yeah. life. No, no, no. It's like, uh, oh, that's what it is. I, and I'm a vegan. So but I'm before you hear what you eat, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's and, yeah. and you've been to Asia, you've probably cool. eaten some crazy yeah, exactly. shit. It's a tricky dish to make. Like, not everyone makes it good, but they, they got like the secret. And, and that restaurant in particular has been a staple of the city for since I re can remember right. like ever ever since I was yeah. little uh, yeah. Mondongo has been there and it w used to be only that one in Laureles and then they put that one in yeah. in yeah. La Diez yeah, yeah. next to Jed. I feel like we need to drink some more rum man I feel like my yeah, panties yeah, are a little tight like they're right. really like can I get a refill over here Mr. You know? Engineer do you feel like a small rum break alright so alright so we're talking about uh, restaurants we got that out of the way oh for my vegan people yeah uh, you gotta go to Justo Justo, Ooh. near Parquilleras. Dharma? What? Well, no, 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 for dinner. For okay. dinner, you yeah. have to go to Justo. All right. I, I don't, I don't even have another fucking suggestion other than Justo. Yeah, yeah. It's the best gourmet place. It's going to be pricey. You're going to, two people, easily 150,000 pesos, 190,000 pesos. Wait, wait, wait. Let's put that in perspective, by the way. All of you Dollars. Americans. Divide by three. Come on. Yeah, I know, but put, I mean. He's like fifty it's bucks, the top all right. Of the line. Yeah, so fifty dollars. Fifty dollars with appetizers, uh, main course, and uh, a dessert, and that's, it's all vegan. Yeah, one hundred percent vegan. It's really we, we, like affordability, people. Like that's one reason why I think we're all here. Um, X these two who are actually from here, but the three of us. One of the big things is affordability here. So you talk about going out on a weekend. That's a lot of money. One hundred fifty thousand pesos for, a lot uh, here. For, for for two people. Yeah. For dinner. Yeah. That's like once a month. But if, you can live. You can literally have an amazing weekend. I so do it talk every about weekend. cost. We can have an amazing weekend, right? Like we can go out here and buy a bottle, and it's not a big deal. You're buying a bottle for your group of friends, mm. or we're buying dinner we back home. Too. Yeah, there's two bottles. I mean, but that's from the, uh, yeah, the grocery store. and it's store on sale. But affordability, by the way, and that's something we can touch on in a bit, but affordability, you can have, a, I don't know, all right, keep, all right, this, here's, here's the thing. Everybody here, and we're going to have different, all different budgets probably, but if you want to have a kick-ass weekend of just partying, restaurants, and some Ubers for, call it Friday night, Saturday night, hangover Sunday, how much... Money, don't shout it out yet. Do you think in dollars, US dollars, would you need for a kick ass Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday chill brunch? Are we including strip bars? What are we including strip bars? And you can include strip bars. I'd say okay, a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you'd have a fucking a thousand dollars. Come on, I have never if you don't go if you don't come to fucking Medellin with a thousand dollars for a weekend, you go back. And work and come back. Well, wait, 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 wait. You will have a fucking blast. Okay, so let's let's put it for a thousand dollars. He's saying a thousand dollar weekend. If oh, you can dude. picture a thousand dollar weekend in Vegas, Miami, no, New York, a, a day, you can sit day. in the back of the place and sip on some little shitty ass drinks. Yeah. And 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 a thousand dollars is nothing. That's like standard. Yeah, that's we're like talking week, about you are gonna have night. the best weekend of your the life. Best of oh, yeah. the best. Thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. It's the best. Like, it's the best. It's the best restaurant. It's the best nightclub. It's the best table. The best, table. Yeah. It's the everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Best after hours club. It's like, yeah. There's nothing that you wouldn't be able to access. And put that in perspective. Like we got Colombian guys sitting here. A thousand dollars. That's three million pesos for a weekend. Would that be the weekend of your life in the city? A hundred percent, without a doubt. I wouldn't spend it here. <laughs> no, you know what, guys? You know, fuck this guy. We're gonna take some videos. We're gonna take them out. I'm gonna. Hey, 
we might have to wait a few months. We're gonna go out and we're gonna do a three million weekend and see what it's like. It's, oh, no, you don't want to go on a three million peso we weekend go on with a me. Three million peso we might die of a heart attack. We're okay. gonna have heart attacks. We'll shut down the podcast. How many people? Who watches this? No one watches this. We'll do two million. Just do three million. The hater from the hater from the first episode watches. Let us be obsessed. Oh, by the way, you could Google where I'm at too, hater. <laughs> but not like uh, not yeah, I'm late for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd have to go some to kill. You should have brought a potato. You know, not like <laughs> potato man. Yeah, where's our potato? The man, wait, the man that talks about the potatoes and stuff, bro. Honestly, I would entertain you if you came down here because you're such a good sport. Um, I hope you have a, at least a thousand for the weekend, you know, and you're not gonna come with some little shitty ass at budget. Least. Yeah, at least. So you can take us out, mm-hmm. broke ass. Thank you, right rich. here. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, so I all right, so, Richard, all right. so let's keep let's keep let's keep it moving. But I, I was going so. to say that because uh, you know we've been talking about Medellin specifically, but Medellin is such a uh, small but metropolitan city yeah. that usually, like a great weekend, if you do have the budget, involves going outside Medellin, but that doesn't involve hours of driving. It's just that's 40, oh. 45 an hour. You mean like, like the go, and stuff? Well, well no, not small even, towns or small. Yeah, but not even that. That you can go to amazing restaurants in like um, Llano, Grande, Llano, Llano Grande and stuff oh, where like would that. that be? Name, name a place. We put well, these all if, on if, if you, uh, sorry, Andrew, if you are like a meat lover, you can go to Mundos. And where's that? It's a, it's really near the airport. There. People, you don't need to apologize to the vegans. Yeah, please don't, don't apologize. apologize. I'm gonna fuck what you do with your life. Yeah, all right, you can go take yeah. that now. We just say no apology to you vegans. We love you, but we're not. I'm sorry. I'm Canadian. All right, go ahead. No, just Mundos and around our area, that area, there's a bunch of really good restaurants. And, and, oh. and it's, a, you know, it's a little bit of a weather change. It's, it's a little bit colder, a little bit more, more intimate. And if you snoop around enough, there's a bunch of great places like in, in Fincas and shit like that. For example, in Rio Negro, there's a guy who owns a, a restaurant in his mom's finca yeah and you can only go with reservation on a weekend it's called the the beef it's literally called the i'm beef. not translating it's called the beef the store the, the beef, beef store store okay the beef okay. store okay. Not, i'm not tra- the translating beef okay. the beef store if you if you uh, look it up on like an instagram and shit and you just say oh i want to go whatever weekend and and th- there's like picnic options and and i really no, in Rio Negro. In Rio Negro. Okay. In Rio Negro. Okay. Yeah, it's really close we to the. We need to edit a map in here and just put little. Yeah, don't worry. We'll put it on. And we got yeah. the fucking engineer. Uh, uh, we'll, um, no, it, that restaurant I really like because Alejandro, the the guy who owns it, uh, everything, almost everything, is made in the restaurant. Oh sweet. So mm-hmm. and, and it's and it's uh, like a deli. It's like a deli, but it's a really nice rustic deli. So they have like ta- uh, tables of. Um, cheese and meats, burgers and pizzas. But he makes all the buns, he makes all the dough for the pizza, he cures most of the meats, he makes most of the cheese, he has craft beer. Wow, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, you got my attention now. You got the vegans' attention hold, hold, hold with on. the wait, craft wait, wait. beer. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep steering us back. Vegan. I'm steering us back. I'm gonna take, <laughs> I'm gonna take know, this one know. first. Richard's gonna answer, then we're gonna flip yeah, yeah, over to, to Jason. Here's the question. Um, I'd say like me and you, at least in this group, I think have traveled the most extensively, and I think the other three at least would like to travel more. No, I hate traveling. 
I do actually don't I like do traveling. Like traveling. I, I just oh, go from the kitchen to my bedroom. All right. Yeah. So so okay. So here's where we go. You you don't like traveling. You like traveling. Whatever. When I set up a trip to go anywhere, it's Mexico, it's whatever. I do all the nature hikes, the whatever, whatever. Everything's during the week. And if I'm going to see multiple cities, I land in the city where it's the most action going on. By the way, we're speaking, I'm, a, uh, you know, I'm speaking from a single perspective because I've never, ever traveled with um, a partner. Um, but but you, you get there, it's like Friday night and it's weekend time. We're looking for parties where you can meet people. If you're, even if you, you have uh, a significant other, you probably, unless you're boring and about to, you know, croak. You probably want to get out there and be around people, do things. Yeah. You know. Um, so again, you're. I'm gonna put it this way, Richard Glasgow. Last weekend <laughs> in Medellin. The last. Weekend. Last weekend in Medellin. Whether you're single or not, your girl. I'm not gonna call her name. Won't judge you. Where are we going this weekend, Richard? The last weekend in Medellin. Last weekend in Medellin, we were rounding the yeah, crew come up. Come on, come on. Speak up, speak up, boy. I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm trying not to cover the same ground, though. But I think if you don't know people, I mean, as much as maybe some people have put off with the idea of still going to a hostel, it's a really great way to meet people. I mean, the first people I ever met in Medellin, I met them in a bar in a hostel. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, so people think, people like, too. when you go to some of these hostels, you're, like, what, sitting next to someone's bunk bed. But you walk in, there's some, some, some of them have nice bars. Yeah. We talked about the pub crawls. They have other events organized, maybe like going, going, going around the city, going to maybe even some club nights and things. And yeah, it's just a great way to meet people because you're meeting people in the same situation. You yeah. know, you're arriving yeah. in a city you don't know anyone. As much as we talk about these amazing bars, restaurants, the thing is, if you're sitting at your table, possibly nobody's going to talk to you. Yeah. 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 And you might just sit there the whole night with your girl. And be like, oh, this is a nice restaurant. Or, or alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly, or alone. But, like, you need to be go finding the places where there's people, in like, not just the hostels, maybe the, the where the hostel crowd go, because that's where you're going to meet the people that are more open to talk to you. Yeah. You're more likely to make friends. And then if you're starting your trip, like you say, maybe some of these people you meet will be like, yeah, I'm going down to Salento next weekend. Oh, you fly to Santa Marta tomorrow, so do I. And then before you know it, you're, you're carrying on this, like, these people you met at some bar just having a drink yeah you could be hanging about with them and what turned out to me it turned into like what i hope was like yep. a lifetime friendship yeah. you know so and i agree i agree so with that's you. where you need to go dive in and it doesn't really matter whether you are like 21 or you are like 31 it's like or even if you're fluent in spanish like yeah. for example i'm fluent in spanish but i literally would go to those bar uh hostile bars and go to the language exchanges and i still do to this day i'll go to yeah. literally but, these but guys I, think, I think a lot of for example yeah on yeah on really has a great language exchange so does uh toucan but you know what you know we live in a, in a different sort of circle because i remember like friends i worked in a very um corporate job before i got here and and you know before i started to travel and i remember one guy um asian guy uh south korean uh, background you know, we, we, we both had very well, you know, paying jobs and stuff at the time. And I told him, hey, we were going to go to Mexico at that point. And I was like, no, we're going to stay in a hostel. And this word hostel just freaks people out because maybe the horror movie or whatever. No, um, that's stupid. No, no, no. Like, no, no I totally get what you're saying. A lot of people. A lot of people no, it's probably because you think it's a youth hostel. Don't, don't cut yeah. the guy off. Henry. All right. Yeah, no, like, you cut me. Cut, I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? Like you say hostel. <laughs> I, I regret five years of my life where I had this attitude that like I'd made some money and never, I'll never go back to a hostel. Yeah, yeah. But I just for those five years when I went traveling, I was like, but it wasn't just about saving money. It was about the people. Exactly. 
was about yeah. experiences. Yeah. yeah. And for five years, I didn't do that. And then I kind of got to my, about 27. I did it one time. I can't remember where it was, Morocco yeah. or something. And I was like, Jesus Christ, no, it's nothing to do about saving money. It's about meeting people. It's about, yep. you know, going on these tours. And, but I know, don't know, it's like, it's not, not just sitting in your hotel exactly. you know, with your yeah. friend and being like, you know. Yeah, I actually hate that. Yeah. It's yeah, going yeah, yeah. to a hotel and not having something to do. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I hate when, even when we go, for example, we've taken road trips, which is really fun. Uh, from Medellin to like Manizales, which is something that you could do on a weekend if you wanted yeah. to. You could take a road trip, rent a car, go to one of the nearby towns, um, whether it's with friends or even by yourself. If you go out, uh, it's about like two hour drive. Uh, to Manizales, it's more of like four or five hour drive. But when you get out there, we stayed at a hostel yeah. and we met people. Yeah. We went out, partied. It was so fun. Yeah. So I'm going to shamelessly plug this business right now, and this is where we're going right after this. Um, and if you want to meet some cool, both local, um, foreign people that that live here and just you local know, foreign local, people, locals and foreigners okay. that, that 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 live that live here, um, I would we're going to go to Metropole next after this. And again, we get zero money from them, by the way. Yet you guys are going to pay us. Um, but that's where we go for some like some really great like craft beers and stuff like that. So if you're kicking it around Friday, Saturday night. Um, go there, grab some some local craft beers and, and chill. And, and that's a great night starter. It's for a example. great starter. Yeah, it's a good it's place to have like wise, some right? some pre drinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, actually, before we depart, I know a lot of people would probably be a little bit curious as to how the fuck does this guy afford his lifestyle? Like he's here, he's not doing shit. We think he's not doing shit. So <laughs> tell us, tell us, what is it that that you do that allows you to live in Medellin? And have these weekends like we do. Literally, you're here on a Friday night with us having drinks. Uh, what what do you what do you do? I'll go into some detail about it. But, yeah, just uh, give us an overview. The long and short is, you know, the cost of living in South America is far lower than it is in the UK. So right, what I do here, I certainly couldn't do in London. I couldn't do in Glasgow. I'd be working full time like I was for my whole life before. Wait, then. so what do you do? But uh, the the long and short is like uh, obviously. Through my life, I managed to acquire a couple of apartments, and the rent from that allows you to live a certain level of life here. So, of course. So, uh, but that's something you, that's I guess that's why this is a nomad hub. You know, there's a lot of people that aren't online, and I guess what they're attracted to is that even if they earn like one or two thousand dollars, they can possibly sustain themselves here. Yeah. Whereas if they they earned one or two thousand dollars in California or London or New York, it's yeah. like, they wouldn't, you, like, you can't, you can't, you, you can't, can't get on the bus. You can't, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's you why acquire... you have all these nomad hubs. And I guess it's the same story, really. You might not earn incredible money, but when you convert that to like pesos, it is like, incredible money. you're like, yeah. you're now, earn, you're now one of the, the better earners. So <laughs> I'd say it's not something you can repeat in every country in the world, but there are certain cities like Medellin, I hear like Thailand, like Chiang Mai is another nomad hub. Yeah. Uh, I think Lisbon and Portugal is an emerging yeah. one. Yeah. People talk about the Ukraine, and it's all because uh, you know they they all they might seem like bowlers, but the reality is even if you're earning a few k, you can you're, still you're be living life. Still have a pretty good you life. Can be yeah. a bowler. Yeah. Maybe you are one of these bowlers, but and then in which case you're just passing through and you know doing whatever you want. But so you acquired properties, sure. yeah. So you acquired properties and you live off the rents. Yeah, more or less. Kind of like a There's rich dad, poor dad kind yeah, type yeah. thing, There's right there. There's still some work managing them, obviously. Oh, like I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit, I totally forgot that today we're drinking and celebrating that Joel is a fucking Colombian resident. Colombian oh. resident. Colombia. Hey, oh, cheers sorry. to that. So, uh, Joel, how long it take you to be a, a 
a resident in Columbia? It's been a lot of work, man. It's been eight years. It didn't. It actually, yeah. It's um. And just to clarify, Andrew, from the get go, was a Colombian resident because you were born. Well, I'm a citizen. I'm a yeah. naturalized yeah. citizen. Yeah. So now we have equal rights. No, no you're not. not. No, no, no we I don't have vote. equal rights. But, but it you takes, can't vote. And you know, what else? I, I see where Andrew's going with this, and I feel it. I like it. Um, uh, I, I, uh, it took five years, like legitimately. If you get a, if you open a business, a small business or whatever, um, it took five years basically uh, to get that residency, and now it's good for another five years. And apparently, I don't know if I have to renew it or not, but I'm good for five years. I can come in and out like a, a free man. Um, <laughs> a free man. <laughs> a free man. Um, Finally but, but, free. But actually, it's taken me. I've been here for eight years. Um, the first visa was about eight. It was 18 months to be exact. And they, the government changed some laws about how what visa you can be on to stay here. And then yep. I got uh, kicked off the one so, visa and, you know, lost my first uh, two years. Yeah. And I've been through the process. I've seen the process. Mm-hmm. Can I tell a little story about it? Tell so story. he got his visa. Obviously, he was on a tourist visa first, right? Yeah. So he get, came into the country as a tourist. But then he realized that the business visa was the way to go. Business visa is a little bit more expensive and a little bit more work. Actually, today, nowadays, it's more work because you have to have more proof of assets and um, and income and yeah. and uh, and you uh, expensive. Where your money's coming yeah, from. and where it's going. Yeah. Um, I, before you just had to show like, oh, I have these assets, and in your case, it was like your camera equipment yeah. and whatnot, um, which amounted to a certain amount of pesos. I think it was like seventy million or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, so thank you, Visa, for my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he came in as a business, uh, uh, as a tourist visa, and then he transferred over to a, a business visa. Yeah. And then he fucked up like two mm-hmm. or three years into mm-hmm. it, right? It's called being broke and irresponsible. Broke? Well... Broken and irresponsible. If I well, had a lawyer broke, or somebody looking at that, yeah, yeah, I was when, doing it all on my own. Well, exactly. Because you're broke. It's, it just becomes, it, 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 it's, it's a fault of being not having the money. Yeah. Right? So, okay. So, you didn't have the money and you fucked up. You were still hustling and shit. This was like three years ago, right? Yeah. And he, he didn't put in his paperwork in, in enough time. So, yeah, it, yeah. it lost him a year. Well, I couldn't... I couldn't I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on camera. I couldn't. My accounting did not add up in time, so I had to get right. my accounting. Okay. To add up. So continuing with the story, he got his shit together. Um, he met me, and it was the best thing that could ever happen to him. Marriage. Yeah. It was beautiful. Uh, I love we we started business, and then vegan marriage. Started. Yeah. <laughs> Things uh, snowballed, and um, and his business visa continued, and after five years. He was able to apply. Sorry, whenever someone says snowball, it makes me like really emotional because my hamster. <laughs> I literally had a hamster called Snowball. Oh, just like the sexual act. Yeah, okay, keep going. It's wow. Nice. All right. The guy from Glasgow talking about snowballing. Nobody cares snowball. about snowballing, all right, all right. snowballing, Richard. Um, anyway. <laughs> you know what? I really want a soundboard now. To just, I, it would have been perfect to like... Like mute people? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you do that in post. Uh, anyway. Uh, so five years later, he was actually able to apply for residency. And what was that little process? We're, by the way, we're going to have a whole podcast based on this and have our attorney, yeah. Alan Gangora, who's an amazing guy, uh, on this podcast. But um, what was well, that? We got some jokes about you, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't, don't Wait say that right you... now. Oh, yeah, shit, we, can't, we can't make fun of our own. Uh, yeah, our attorney. He probably yeah. sue our ass, too. Uh, anyway. 
Um, so uh, the the process of b becoming a resident. Oh, we are already sued. <laughs> yeah, we sued. We sued. <laughs> Uh, well, the process of becoming a, a resident, what was that like? Was that a long process? I don't, I, I was... You know, honestly, um, as you said, when we first got here, a weekend looked a lot different than it does look now. And so, was it a complicated process for somebody that, call it, isn't established yeah. and don't, can't hire a lawyer and can't hire somebody to go to the notary public? It would be... Uh, You're in your 20s. Yeah. Nobody, they, yeah, you don't have money for that. Yeah, so so for me it was easier because I have people working on it, and I just basically send a photo of myself and a, and a signature. But but it, it can be very complicated. And by the way, what I actually want to do right now and watch this, I want to pause this, and I think we're at a good point where we should go around the table at least or around the, the couch and talk about how the three of us started and why we're here and how we got here, because I think it'll be really good. For sure. Just for background, like even like you know, two minute clips, whatever, whatever. I think I think we should we should hit the pause. Andrew should talk about his background and how we got here, because I think like call it for like the website or mm -hmm. even for for like you know we can like outro into the video. You can say like, you know, you've been to ex to this place, that place you've lived in in such and such. But here's why Medellin's good for you. Then we can like do little like profiles. a cutaway, yeah, yeah, or even like little profiles, like cutaway, yeah, right. And you can be like. Listen to Think Story. Join us on da 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 da, where he talks more about how he got there. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's, that's a good really idea. Good that's a good what idea. you said about, um, about you know, I'm not going to go into a lot of details or whatever. There's going to be a point where we talk about digital nomads. We're going to talk about okay, so what is it about? How is it somebody that's Colombian? Why are you still here? Why are you not moving to? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and, like and, and it's something of my dad who's still in town. He's leaving on Monday. Uh, he hadn't been back for 35 years. Yeah. Like, he, he's back here in Colombia for the first time after That's 35 years, which is super unbelievable. But he, I, we were walking downtown. We went to Bogota uh, and then came back. And today we were walking downtown. And he's like, man, why would anyone leave Medellin? Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he was, like, dumbfounded at the progress that this country has made. Yeah. The opportunity. Yeah. How much money moves. Yeah. He's like... He, he's calculating he's an accountant so he's like yeah. calculating how much money each person has Ooh, in their pocket yeah. in in his head and he's like there's a ridiculous amount of opportunity out here and yeah. this is why when venezuelans come in here and and they want the opportunity to do it's their colombian dream like we have the we had the american dream yeah before but i don't i think that american dream has dwindled a little bit for colombians because there is more opportunity here. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. now it's turning to the Colombian. Yeah, yeah, well, well, for me it was like we'll leave and come back. My 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 parents, we we immigrated in 1986, and then we we became illegal after our visa expired, and then we went through the process. We got legal. Yep. Um, everything worked out. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we were searching for something that we couldn't find here, mm -hmm. and then when I came back in 2010. I realized that the dream is here. Um, oh, yeah. It's bringing back, uh, and, and really that's the cycle of it. The, the Colombian American dream should be to go to the United States, fulfill what you need to do, and come back here because this oh, country yeah. is amazing. This is, yeah. uh, Colombia yeah. is not chimba. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love <laughs> Colombia. And the, the, thing, the thing is that it's really like skyrocketed in maybe the last four four five ten years you know basically since you guys 
got here. Yeah, but 20 because, minutes was still slow. I'd say like the last four. Yeah, like, the last four or five years, really you, you would never see single so, so, white so women. Stats for you, by the way, and what you're Traveling. saying. I don't mean to cut you off on that, but I know where you're going. I'm just going to give you stats. I'm going to give you the numbers because this proves it. In 2015, I started to do some research because uh, Andrew and I had this idea about, um, you know, taking my photography and making these like, uh, photography tours and whatever whatever mm -hmm. so as part of the business case we started to do some research about tourism blah blah 2015 um this is just after medellin won the award for most innovative city in the world i think i, I mentioned yeah. that in the first yeah. episode yeah we did um, I remember but that. but the thing is um in that particular year and i think i'm about to lose my train of thought because of the fucking rub okay wait so we're talking about we're, we're, we're back about 2015 okay so 2015 what am i talking about pause the fucking video statistics okay. statistics okay yes got it back there so we just come out of a depression by the way there's 220 2008 fall off in real estate market and other things going on in the u.s big recession and um in 2015 the uh national the international growth on tourism worldwide was about 4.5 percent mm -hmm. for colombia the national growth in tourism was around 12% in 2015. Check your facts. If I'm wrong, you can call me out. It was about 12%. And oh, potato Antioquia, guy, call out. This, this state, the capital of, of, of Antioquia is Medellin, the tourism growth in 2015 to Antioquia was 39%. 39%. That's a big growth. That's, yeah. that's, that's high. I always knew Medellin was a dream, though, before coming here. Exactly. Medellin. Wait, well, you said it was a dream? Why? I don't know. I just heard things about it, bits and pieces, and I kept hearing these things about it. You know, you need to come. Like, but Medellin's a surprise. Like, we went to Colombia. Colombia was a massive surprise, and then we hit Medellin, and we were blown away. And this is what I was hearing about twenty fifteen. So, I'm not surprised that the statistics for Colombia are twelve percent, but then Medellin goes up to the thirties. It's like it kind of fits in with what I thought. Before. So you you visited uh, different cities before Medellin? Well, I'd been in Peru and I'd spoken to people that travel okay. the whole of South America, and I guess the conversation is always the same. I'm like, what's good to see? And you'd hear Argentina, you'd hear Brazil, but then Colombia came up, and I was like, what Colombia? Like I didn't well, wait. Know, okay. I didn't really know much about it. I was just like, what? for us, Colombia is also uh, like a big of a surprise because it's like. We're from here. We yeah. don't know how how we right. reflect or anything yeah. in the world. Right, Whereas, right. Like, you have nothing to here. compare it to. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but you've been to France again. You've been you've you've been to France. So you've what, been what, to what, Buenos Aires. Did you miss it? Did you want to come back to Medellin, or did you? And by the way, yeah, I did. When I was when I was in France, I was like, uh, I think it's time to go to to, to Medellin. <laughs> Speak up. Yeah. Speak up, speak up. When you were in France, what? Use your, use your indoor voice, man. Your what? outdoor voice. Uh, whatever, it's no, the no, voice, no. man. I, you went deep was, into the rum. I was in France, and I, like, after two weeks, I was like, mm, I think it's time to go back. Uh, like, two I, weeks? Wow. Yeah. Two weeks? Two weeks. In France? Yeah. And you wanted to come back to your home uh, country? Yeah. Yes. To your city? Yeah. Why? And wow. in, in Buenos Aires, was turning to, to months. But, but yeah, but you I love Buenos Aires, right? Or yeah. you, you're like a you're yeah, Argentinian. Yeah, but that's, that's different. That's different. But I've heard this from a lot of Pisces, actually. Different stuff. I've heard it from a lot of Pisces that go to Buenos Aires, they want to stay in Buenos Aires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. but something that really, really, really came into my mind when I was in in Bogota, for example, I was in Bogota four days, and the second day I wanted to be here. Like as, <laughs> yeah, but that's everyone. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Bogota, yeah, Bogota is like a metropolitan, and it's uh, very chaotic, yeah. and 
But it has some amazing things about it. I I, I was born in Bogota, by the way. I love it. But I I never lived there. Yeah. But why? But why you as a Colombian? I mean, you know, why 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 would you? For me, it's weird that you guys love Medellin, and I don't know why. Because, was I I I I live here the whole my whole life. But you want to go? You want to get out of here? Sometimes I want, sometimes I don't. But why don't you? That's the thing. Well, we can talk about why we, why the hell people want to leave Medellin. But we talked about a little bit about that on yeah, the fir- on the first episode. Yeah, you know, we did. Because yeah. no, no, it's just it's check just, out the first episode. Yeah. By the way. You know what? Fuck it. We're gonna cut and paste this shit together. You guys might get part of episode one and part of episode five because this is the real shit. This is like why you know what I mean. Like this might this yes. might come to a future episode. Well, and, and, and the question is, the question is, why, as a Colombian, would you, you said this reason, you love it, you hate it, obviously, right? Yeah. I love and hate Canada, right? I'm Canadian, I love and hate Canada. I love and hate fucking love Southern California. Scotland, of course, you love, love and hate it. You mentioned today Obviously. because of the weather. But as a Colombian, why do you want to stay? Why would you go abroad and be like, fuck, I miss my country? Why is that? The question is, Richard, uh, can you please tell us how you got to Medellin and what made you decide to stay here because you've been here for a few a few months or yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, have, and have you done lean? Uh-huh. And have you, yeah, have, have you, you done, done some, lean? I know that. Did you do a speedball? <laughs> have you ever done lean? Okay, so coming to Colombia kind of started in two parts. First, I went to Peru in 2015. Like, it was always a dream for me to do the Inca Trail, so I went and did that. And as I said earlier, I think we were off camera, but uh, I met loads of people that were traveling the whole of South America. And I always had the same question, like, oh, what's great? And they'd tell me, tell me about Argentina. They'd tell me about Brazil. But then they all, all started talking about Colombia. And I was like, what, Colombia? I'd like, never thought about it. And so I got home and I started reading a bit more about the country and I always had it in my mind. Then when I went to London, my friend, uh, he had a Colombian girlfriend. So I used to visit him there. And uh, he went a couple of times. He was like, oh, it was incredible. He told me about Santa Marta. He told me about Medellin. He told me about a few other interesting places. And I guess I really had it in my mind. Then I eventually moved to London. I had a, had a gap between my role. And I was like, right, this is it. I'm booking my flights. Went out to Colombia. It was supposed to be for one month. And Medellin was actually where I was flying out of. And uh, I, the whole time in Colombia, I loved it, but I loved it like a holiday, you know? You know when you're in a country and you're having a really good time, yeah. you're having a really good experience, but at no point you thought of it living It's there. like a moped girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I eventually got to Medellin, and uh, I, I, as I said, I keep bringing up Kyle and Sam, like they've probably been brought up five times today, but like, I just met people that are actually trying it's to live like here. And it kind of just changed my perspective, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and and it's as much as that, obviously, Medellin is a nomad hub for a reason. There's a lot of people that choose to live here, the uh, and stay here who Do could travel be anywhere in the world. That's the key thing. They choose here. They choose here. Yeah. So you start meeting these people and talking to them. And to be honest, after three days of being here, I changed my flight. I stayed for a month. I learned Spanish, and then uh, I've got to admit, I did kind of get a girlfriend. I was seeing. Yeah, yeah. which is like another side to it and uh, I went back I tried to go back to life in London in my job but I always felt the surge I had a couple of more holidays in so Columbia. wait you were here before you quit your job finally in London yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I had two more that. holidays I had two I more holidays while I was in London and I, I was enjoying London a lot it's an incredible city but I the draw this. was the draw was like more than I'd ever felt in my life okay and after two holidays I think I had the final holiday I came back 
and I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just going to go. And, and I'm just going to try and work out when I get here. And I don't know, I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to move to Colombia. I'm going to work at the visa. I'm going to work at everything else. And fast forward a year and a half, I'm still here. And is that the last time you cut your hair? <laughs> my hair is relatively short for me. Did you not see the pictures yeah, the other day? I mean, yeah, my hair has been a lot longer. I mean, I cut my hair every day, as you can tell. I'm just saying, but um, but okay, no, but that's that's that that's cool. I guess, uh, fascinating. I guess, I guess I've gone a bit less. That's fascinating. Anyway, I hope, I, hope so fascinating. I hope that covered it. I hope that covered it. No, no, that 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 that, 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 that covered it. Bloody fascinating. Wait, so I do have Hey guys, this is Felipe, the engineer. And so, as you can see right there, I was about to ask the guys a question. It was just, you know, how would you finish your weekend off? And things just got way too out of control. Um, and so this is the end of the audio version of that episode. But if you want to see uh, sort of what happened afterwards, you can head over to our YouTube uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com, and just search for Medellin Podcast. There's also a link in the description of this channel and here in whatever uh, audio platform that you're listening and head that because there's some really funny bits of that so hey thanks so much for uh listening to us and for watching if you do watch and also leave remember to leave comments ask us questions what do you want to hear we want your opinion on, on what topics you want us to cover in the future and also uh, rate us because that's a very important thing here in these platforms so give us a like or star or whatever it is and thank you for listening bye it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.